It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, we only have 13 more episodes of the Locked On Titans Podcast before the legal tampering period of NFL free agency opens on March the 16th. So we are going to get into another installment of our free agency preview series and jump into the wide receiver group. We're going to break things down between the top end guys who should get the bigger contracts for the position and then a lot of the role players that are available on the market. There is a robust amount of names out there in free agency for pass catchers, so we are going to talk about all of those and who could possibly help the Titans since they have a lot of questions of their own to answer as well. So we'll talk about those answers, how they will impact the Titans going forward when they evaluate this free agent class, and what names should be of interest to Titans fans going into the legal tampering period. So a lot to break down today. Let's get it. biggest question looming for the Titans in regards to the wide receiver position right now is whether or not they will pick up Corey Davis's fifth year option for the 2021 season. At this moment in time, based on NFL salary cap projections, it appears that that salary option would be for between $12 million and $15 million. And based on the production that Corey Davis has given this team since he was drafted in 2017, it appears unlikely that the Titans would pick up that option, making him an unrestricted free agent after the 2020 season. That's what we are seeing with right tackle Jack Conklin right now as well. Also, the Titans have veteran wide receiver Tajay Sharp as an unrestricted free agent currently. So, that could leave the wide receiver position in flux with only A.J. Brown and Adam Humphreys as reliable options in that group. The Titans could look to draft a replacement in this year's draft or they could turn to a free agency class that has some top-tier options but has a ton of bargain options that could serve as role players as well. While it would be a surprise to see the Titans spend big at wide receiver and free agency, they could look at some options like A.J. Green, who missed last season with injury, but has had over 600 catches, 8,000 yards, and 60 touchdowns in his career, or Amari Cooper from the Dallas Cowboys, who had 79 catches, 1,189 yards, and 8 touchdowns last season. Both of those guys could possibly be franchise tagged by their current teams, so they may not even hit the market, but they would command over $15 million if they did. Some other cheaper options that are still high caliber talent are players like Emmanuel Sanders from the San Francisco 49ers who had 66 catches, 859 yards, and five touchdowns last season and would look to get around $10 million based on projections from SpotTrack.com. Also, Robbie Anderson from the Jets who was clearly hindered by the illnesses that Sam Darnold had throughout the season but still ended up with 52 catches for 779 yards and five touchdowns. He would be looking around 10 to 12 million as well. Two other options that are lesser known names, but may get more money than most people are expecting on the free agent market is a name like Devin Funches, who played for the Colts last year but dealt with a lot of injuries. He's had 164 catches, 2,265 yards, and 21 touchdowns in his career. He is a big-bodied guy who has shown flashes of talent when 
when he has been healthy. And then Brashad Perryman from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was a former first-round pick who had flamed out at two other places, but showed a lot of potential last season with 36 catches, 645 yards, and six touchdowns. As I mentioned before, it would be a surprise and it is unlikely to see the Titans go out and spend enough money at the wide receiver position to get any of these options. We never know what they could be thinking and if a Corey Davis trade were to take place, which is something that has been rumored based on the fact that it is unlikely that the Titans would pick up his fifth year option at that kind of rate. You've heard of teams like the Philadelphia Eagles who may be interested as well. Some other options like the New England Patriots even have come up in some rumor mills as well. So if the Titans were to execute a Corey Davis trade at some point before free agency opens or during free agency, could they go after one of these high-priced options or maybe not incredibly high-priced, but some of these possible high-talent guys like Funchess and Perryman or Robbie Anderson? We never know. It's something that John Robinson could look to do if he doesn't want to go the route of getting another wide receiver in the draft. And although Corey Davis's fifth-year option doesn't have to be decided on until May and John Robinson has time to think about that, he needs to know what he's going to do with that option as he goes into this offseason. The Titans will need to know which direction they are going to go with Corey Davis to have a better plan for what they're going to do in this free agency and this draft. And I'm sure that general manager John Robinson does have an idea of what he's going to do and will execute his plans in free agency agency in the 2020 draft with the knowledge of what he's going to do with Corey Davis's option going forward. I would imagine that he would have that in mind when developing his plan for right now. So the Titans may go ahead and look at some bargain options in free agency as well, which we will cover next. Matt Williamson brings the scouts perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. We got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen. He's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah. I just want to throw a couple nuggets out on Allen, and I know he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted. And he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws. But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans, but you may not know that Locked On is a great way for your local business to reach passionate fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners, and not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants a way to connect with Titans fans and a predominantly male audience, that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 
or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get a team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Let's dive into the bargain bin at the wide receiver position. Some of these guys are unheralded. Uh, Some are bigger names, of course, that are aging or have had troubles, but some guys are are talented young players who still have a lot to show in the NFL and can really grow and help out a team, and I wouldn't be surprised to see John Robinson scoop up maybe one of these options and also look to draft a wide receiver as well. So some of the guys on the bargain bin, that I think are more effective players and had some of the better years last season are like a Randall Cobb from the Dallas Cowboys, 55 catches, 828 yards, had three touchdowns on the season. Right now, SpotTrack.com is saying that his market value estimate is right around $7 million. So I think that would be on the high end. I don't think that the Titans would, would look for a player of that value or someone like Cobb as he's more of a slot player. And you have to think about that as well. The Titans gave a lot of money to Adam Humphreys to be a slot wide receiver and he's not, they talked up all in training camp and preseason that he could play outside too and I'm sorry I'm just not buying it. He's a slot receiver that's what he was paid to do, that's where he made his name and made his money and we need to let him continue to do the role that he's suited for and hope that he can be a little bit healthier this season and able to contribute in more ways with an entire offseason of most likely having the same quarterback So I wouldn't expect the Titans to look for a slot receiver like Cobb, but that is right around the type of talent and the type of value that the Titans could be looking for as it is expected that Corey Davis won't be back after this season. And if they want somebody who's more of an upgrade to Tajay Sharp or they see someone as an upgrade to Tajay Sharp, then that's who could be their target rather than re-signing him. We'll talk about Sharp more in a second. Another option is Demarcus Robinson from the Kansas City Chiefs. He had 32 catches, 449 yards, and four touchdowns last season. Will most likely be $5 million or less on the open market, probably maybe even $3 million a season. So you could look for someone like that who could be an upgrade from Tajay Sharp. Now there's always the caveat of knowing that Patrick Mahomes was the one throwing him the football, which could boost any wide receiver stats. So that's something to take into account as well. Some of the bigger names on the market, Demarius Thomas for the Jets had 36 catches, 433 yards and a touchdown. He deals with injuries quite a bit now at his age. I mean, being 32 years old in the NFL at the wide receiver position, is not common that you see a ton of success there, especially for a guy like Thomas who excelled off his physicality for most of his career. I think that would be one of the more unlikely names and then an even more unlikely name, but another good option on the market that the Titans could potentially look at with the the rules on marijuana changing, I say uh, in jest, is Josh Gordon, who 
Started off in New England last season, ended up in Seattle for a cup of coffee, had 27 catches, 426 yards, and a touchdown on the season. Again, because of the name there, I don't think that's someone that the Titans would be introducing into the locker room, but another indication of the type of talent and the type of value you're going to be looking for. A guy who I do think the Titans could take a long, hard look at is Philip Dorsett, the obvious New England connection there. Dorsett had 29 catches. 397 yards and five touchdowns last season. He's only 27 years old, and that's a big reason why I think the Titans would take a look at him. Another 27-year-old, and I think that's something that the Titans need to look at, kind of investing in a wide receiver who is you know, maybe coming off right around their rookie years, their first couple of years in the league, but with being in the right system and and the right coaching could take a leap here and, and give the Titans more value than what the contract would indicate. Nelson Aguilar, who played in Philadelphia, 39 catches, 363 yards and three touchdowns last season could be had for only a couple million dollars. I think he's someone the Titans could target. Another name that may end up getting around the $7 million $8 million range like Randall Cobb, but just was cut by the Chicago Bears is Taylor Gabriel. I think that's someone else the Titans could look at while he specialized being in the slot. He's the type of guy who can run some gadget plays for you, who can hand off the ball to run reverses, run jet sweeps. And while A.J. Brown has the ability to run the ball on some reverses, I don't think that's something that you want him doing consistently. Someone like Taylor Gabriel could add an additional wrinkle to the Titans' offense that we don't necessarily have and that hasn't been seen right now. Gabriel had 29 catches 353 yards and four touchdowns last season for Chicago and had someone like Mitch Trubisky throwing him the ball to really limit what he was able to do and what that entire offense was able to do. So someone like Gabriel could be interesting if he isn't priced out of the Titans market. And that kind of leads me to Tajay Sharp. He's in this grouping as well. 25 catches, 329 yards and four touchdowns on the season. Once again, those four touchdowns showing that red zone chemistry that he had with Ryan Tannehill. I think that Tajay Sharp would be a good option to re-sign for the Titans. I think they could bring him back, give him more opportunities, and while I think it would be smart at that point if they do bring Tajay Sharp back to go ahead and spend a decently high pick on a wide receiver in a deep wide receiver class in this NFL draft, then you could look at that rookie Uh, groomed in his second year to take over for Corey Davis and the Titans could let him walk. Or if Sharp shows significant improvement with additional snaps and additional opportunity, he could slide into that wide receiver two slot and then have that rookie have more time to develop as the wide receiver four. Or, you know, that rookie is able to to make a play. The Titans maybe go after a different free agent option and re-sign Tajay Sharp, and he's able to stay in that fourth wide receiver red zone specialist role that he had with the team last year. So a lot of different options. Some other names that I just wanted to rattle through that I think the Titans could look at as depth pieces in the wide receiver group are Kendrick Bourne from the 49ers, who's still young at 25 years old, had 30 catches, 358 yards, five touchdowns. I think he would be a really good option that maybe being a lesser known name that didn't have a ton of opportunities last year in San Francisco, the Titans could have for cheap. Demary Bird from the Arizona Cardinals, David Moore. 
Moore from the Seattle Seahawks. You look at a veteran like Seth Roberts, 29, who played for the Baltimore Ravens last year. Only 21 catches, 271 yards, and two touchdowns. So that may lessen his value enough to where the Titans could add a valuable role player like that, who's a veteran in the Tajay Sharp role. Someone like Paul Richardson, who is coming off a disappointing first few years with the Redskins, who was considered to have quite a bit of talent coming out of the draft. So that's another option for the Titans. You look at a couple of different guys here, names that don't really pop out to you that could be options though. Geronimo Allison from the Packers, Cody Latimer from the New York Giants. You look at Keelan Cole from the Jacksonville Jaguars, Laquan Treadwell, a former first round pick who hasn't panned out in Minnesota due to route running and hand issues. Chester Rogers, who had a decent season for the Indianapolis Colts. Two other veterans who round out the group like Jordan Matthews and Travis Benjamin. So the Titans do have a lot of different options in the free agent market for wide receivers. Whether or not they decide to go that route, we will have to see. I think it's rather unlikely that they do anything like that. If they don't re-sign Tajay Sharp, which I would hope they would, I expect them to do that. But if they don't re-sign Tajay Sharp, I would expect them to be very aggressive with getting multiple wide receivers in the draft and free agency. One of these names that we just talked about and mentioned will most definitely be on their radar. So that will wrap up our wide receiver free agent preview series installment. I hope a lot of these names got you guys prepped and ready to go. We are going to continue this series pretty rapidly. Like I said at the beginning of the show, there are only 13 episodes left after today before free agency actually kicks off and we can start reporting on some deals. So it'll be important for us to get ready early. We're going to start to fly through some of these while still trying to get in some combine information as the workouts kick off later in the week. So make sure you are subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast as I'm going to be breaking down all the news for you and getting you ready throughout the entire offseason. Please follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans as well so you can make sure to get all the information that I am putting there as well. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans. for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite college team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.